Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Full Circle. I am your host, Lika, and I am here to help you enjoy the moment as we dive deep into spirituality, business, leadership, and all things in between. I am so happy to have you back on this podcast, my loves. We are talking all things personal development and also random stories filled with life lessons. Remember that if you want to dive deeper into this work, I have online programs and private coaching available on my website. Check likaholyholistic.com. I hope you enjoy your episode. transmission be a prayer. May this serve and invite more love into our lives. Welcome back, my love. I want to talk to a younger past version of me while also connecting with the highest version of me. So if you arrived to this transmission, if that came into your field and your life and you're another being, please remember that this transmission is an invitation for you to tap into the greatest love, an invitation into self-love and self-discovery. I don't know something that you don't. I don't have access to something that you don't have access to. You have the exact same power as me and we can all find more love and harmony. With that being said, now I'm going to talk to my younger self. I'm going to talk to my angels and my guides. And I'm going to share with you the story of how I found the love of my life. I've been ruminating so much about finding my true love and my dream partner and was really obsessing about this soulmate thing, manifesting my dream partnership. And I read all the things and listened to all the videos and I just explored that so deeply for quite a long time. And I was longing to experience more love, more pleasure, more intimacy. I was so deeply longing to experience more relaxation, safety, a sense of harmony and peace. I really, really, really wanted to feel loved. 
I also wanted to liberate my expression of love and express my love and give my love. Oh, I was longing for abundance. I was longing for more prosperity. I felt so deprived of it. And it was reflected in everything else in my life. No money. No boyfriend. No love. No love. Love was not present in my life, really. I thought it was, but I didn't really know. Even though I did knew, <laughs> I knew what love's, what love feels like. And I knew it was not it, but I thought it was enough. I thought, you know, that's just how life is. And I was really clouded by this thing that I called depression, that I also called my dark night of the soul, that I also called anxiety. Just this constant unease. This constant disconnection from myself, really. Living in my head, in my thoughts. Without even realizing how nasty my thoughts truly are. Without realizing that I was always talking to myself so, so mean. I was a real bitch to myself without even seeing it. Like I, I didn't have this awareness. But every time I will pass in front of a mirror and I would have this image of me reflected back at me, I would just see disgust and I would just look at everything, every little parts of myself without looking at myself as a whole being and now it makes so much sense because I so didn't feel whole and complete so all I could see in the mirror is like different tiny parts of me things that I hated about myself my hair didn't look good enough my skin is not enough I have hair where I don't want to have hair hairs I you know this is too fat and this is not good enough and this is not firm or perky enough this is this is not beautiful this is not tan enough this is not this is constantly not enough and I was like always thinking oh I look like shit oh this is wrong with me this and if it was not in the mirror oh I had so many strategies to keep perpetrating this self-hate within myself I would, I would even drop something on the floor and be like, oh my god, you're so fucking stupid. You're always so clumsy. And I don't, I cannot even explain to you the unease and the discomfort of relationships. And I did believe relationships was a place of suffering. I was like, I'm, I'm never going to feel okay in relationships because they bring just so much suffering. Because in relationships, I had this other mirror, even though it was not a physical mirror, like the one I look, you know, in my bathroom. But it was it was a huge standing, breathing mirror that was looking right back at me and giving me my own medicine. Right. Like I thought 
that you know I understood this notion of you only attract like people that will match your energy whatever I thought I understood what it means to be a mirror to somebody else but now I feel like I have a different understanding of that an inner standing an understanding that is more profound more deep that feels more true within my system I don't I don't know if it's the the ultimate truth I don't know how other people are experiencing that in their body like I would never be able to access that um but I know what it feels in my body and in my body it feels different very very different and I really see other people now as walking mirrors but also some people are like solid rocks that will be in your life and they will give you love and they will reflect back love only love only because they have access to this love within themselves a lot more than you have but they are willing to choose you and they are willing to love you even when you don't love yourself they are pillars in your life people that will be there usually from the moment you met them until you know the rest for the rest of your life no matter how much you change no matter you just know you can lean on them That's what they call secure attachment. And in this field of relationships and tantra and whatever. And I didn't understand what it meant. I had a feeling, almost like a remembrance, that I too can access that. But 99% of my being was feeling like, I don't know what it is. I will never know what it is. I cannot access this. I never had a feeling of what it's like. But then I, I looked back and and I've seen my sister, actually. My sister told me something the other day. It was very interesting. Uh, we were in the car and we were playing together in some games like we always do. And she's like, we were reflecting on the fact that it's so cool to have a sister, like a blood sister, you know, like it's so cool to have a sister. And she was like, She was telling me, she was like, it's such a link, it's such a connection, it's it's a relationship you really don't have to put effort in. And I got a bit triggered, not super badly, but I was like, uh-huh, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, like I was like, we need to put a little bit of effort though, like, we, we want to, to experience this, you know, more love and a better communication and be in that expansive expression of the relationship. That's what went through my head, but I didn't voice that to her. And I was just like thinking, oh my God, she's right. Like, it's like, I know she will always be there and she will be part of me because we share the same blood. Like, we don't technically share the same blood because we're in two different bodies. But we come from the same union. We come from the same parents, which links us like forever whether we, you know, are in each other's life, whether we are in different cities, whether we are mad at each other, whether we annoy the shit out of each other, which if you have a sister, I don't really know, you know, I don't know for any other people, but I know you can feel the whole spectrum. You can hate them as much as you can love them and they will trigger the shit out of you more than, you know, anybody can do except for um, 
your parents, your parents are like kings and queens of being able to trigger exactly what you need to see in yourself because your parents are your biggest mirrors and they will they will show you the places that are dark within yourself, the places that you hate. Everything you hate about your parents, you probably hate about yourself because you know that, you know, it's a little bit in you. And it doesn't mean you cannot change it. You can definitely alchemize it because you're so powerful. But you don't have to fight against your parents. You don't have to energetically or emotionally fight against your parents and resent them in order to have access to your own power of alchemy and being your own self. And the more you resent your parents, the more attached you are to them because there's this link, that this karma, this cord that is not being really cleanse but the story of how I met the love of my life and how we have different friendships and different people so people are like walking mirrors some of them are pillars that will be there no matter what this is you know the expression of unconditional love I think a lot of people talk about that but not a lot of people actually touch that and and feel that and experience that. To me, unconditional love is like, it's love that is beyond. It's the most godlike love. And it's not a love that we can access like 100% of the time because we're not gods and angels. We are embodied in this physical body of flesh and bones and organs. And we're moving through this earth and experiencing gravity. Like we're here to be humans. We're experiencing the physical 3D reality and we have this physical experience and so we are gonna know limitations by nature we are limited by this body if you think that we're a body in a soul a body in a soul or a soul in a body um you know it's like we are limited we can only live a few years we can only move to certain places we can we are limited. We're so limited. We need to pee every few hours. You know, we cannot just go without peeing or eating or, or you know, just, yeah, eating and peeing and pooping. Um, we're so limited, but, you know, that's what we sign up for. And it's filled with beauty because we have access to our senses and our senses can be the portal into God, into our remembering of what where we came where we came from. But this experience of of our godly nature, of these spiritual beings that we truly are in essence. But we are also here in this physical realm to experience the whole spectrum of what it means to be human and to experience density and to experience earth and nature and the dark and the light and polarity um at least that's it's, that's my personal belief and experience of my own self up until now and other people are like little angels little butterflies that come into your life and they're always there you know not for you but you know, they come into your life and they give you 
they send you a little bit of love like that just by being it can be as fully a stranger that walks path you path oh my god a stranger that walks past you and that gives you a smile like it smiles at you and gives you so much love you don't know this person you don't even know his or her name but you receive you receive a little bit of life force energy you receive a little bit of love and you're like okay thank you and you smile back to say thank you and you open a little bit your mouth and show your teeth to give that smile and just like that there is an exchange of love between two people two human beings it can be someone that is you know you're freaking out about something like you don't know where to go and you're alone in a place and you're starting to panic of like how I'm gonna do it and then there is just someone walking by helping you just just it's perfect no it's, it's so perfect or it's someone that you will have and go to an event to and you will have this deep profound conversation with this person it doesn't mean they're going to be in your life every single day they're going to be just just passing angels and they deliver to you the exact information you needed they provoke changes within you that are so profound and and that's it and you have other people that are very special and that are just here to be that giant mirror into your pain into what it isn't love and they are here in your life and that's the people that we usually resent or hate or have bad memories about people that hurt us and we resent them because we think that they are I want to cry when I say that we think that those people are the problem that they caused us the pain that they inflicted the pain to us we think that they were the perpetrator of abuse but the truth is they are the souls that are incarnated for you and your path just just to like they have a huge mission like it's heavy responsibility for those kind of souls because they carry a lot more weight because they have you know this this mirror into your pain into the worst pain you can imagine and it's kind of I do feel completely insane. I do feel completely crazy for even saying that out loud. But I do believe that the abusive relationships I had, some of my ex that I resent still to that day, I still have a little bit of like, ugh, you know, this feeling of like, oh, this person, I really don't like this person. Or people that have committed horrible things, um, like abusing my vessel, my body, you know, forcing themselves into my precious temple without the authorization, without the consent, with the opposite of love, the, the complete opposite of love. It 
And you know, it's crazy to think that sexual assault, rape can actually open you into more love because you experience what it feels like to have zero, like no love whatsoever, the opposite of love. But I do believe those people are sent into our lives or they're just experiencing their own karmic things and we are on our own path and we we come into each other's life for a reason. Like everything happens for a reason. I profoundly believe that. I've always believed that. But sometimes I'm, I can tell you that when you're experiencing such a long, long, long ass period of trauma and abuse and events that are just so painful and so dark and you lose yourself in all of this darkness wow it's hard to remember that everything happens for you and not to you because in that moment you feel like everything is happening to you you feel like all this pain is just directed like at you to destroy you but it I believe now that it actually is there to destroy everything that is not love within you. And that's how I found the love of my life. That's how I went from, you know, suffering in relationships because I thought that the other is the perpetrator of pain. I just felt so uncomfortable with other people because I felt, because I was not allowing myself to be my whole being, my whole true self with other people. And the only reason is because they're mirrors. I was not allowing myself to be my true self in front of my own mirror, in front of myself, in my own presence. I actually ran away as much as I could from myself. And God knows we have so many ways to run away. Let me tap into Instagram. I have this little window, you know, our phones I have this little window that I can jump into and I'm out I'm not with myself I'm not facing myself when I'm on my phone because my energy is somewhere else I can even run away from me through cigarettes oh I'm gonna smoke this boom I'm gone I'm I'm become I'm becoming the cigarettes. I'm not really in my presence anymore. Alcohol, like any sorts of addictions, even like healthy addictions, like some stuff that are not proven to be bad for our health. Um, but that is something I already knew, you know. But you can never escape yourself. You can never, ever, ever escape yourself. So at some point you have to stop. You have to stop the chase, the race. I've been talking about burnout. You know, the burnout is is that running. I was running, 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 running away from myself, running away from the pain that I didn't want to feel because it's so uncomfortable. So of course I want to run away. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course I want to escape that because it's so much and I feel like it's destroying me. I feel like it's destroying who I am. I feel like I'm dying because this pain is unbearable. So of course I want to run away. I also want to run away because of the exact reason why I'm running away is that self-hate. At some point I just cannot stand to always be stuck in a head that is 
thinking bad thoughts about my own self when I am ex- I, I'm just all I've got. All I've got is me. And it's so hard to experience this reality without having your own back. It's hell. Literal hell. And then you meet love inside of you and you create heaven on earth. And I profoundly believe that if every single being on this planet really loved themselves, like actually, actually loved themselves, like like wholeheartedly, unconditionally, we will actually create heaven on earth. And this way of talking, you know, from this, if I was hearing that from someone, I would be like, they're fucking tripping. Like, they're just so fucking tripping. Like, what are they on? They are flying up there. They are not deep down in on earth, you know, experiencing the human experience. And I do believe that this is just polarity. This is Mother Earth and Father, Father Sky. As above, so below. All of the things that we hear and we hear and we understand them. And we understand them and then we understand them differently because everything is always the same. Everything around us, what we think is, it's always the same and it's always changing because we're always changing. But sometimes we don't allow ourselves to change so radically. We're so afraid of change because it means death. Because changing means the death of everything that is not love. Everything that is And in order to destroy everything that is not love, it has to come back to the surface. You have to see it. So it has to be mirrored back at you in the way you treat your body, in the way your health responds to you, in the way your body communicates to you, in the way your environment, your finances, your career, like you feel all those blocks and all this pain because nothing is working the way you want to. And let me tell you, I know what it's like. And being in this world of manifestation, I use this quote, like I use, I use this affirmation that I love so much that says, I always get what I want. I always get what I want. I always get what I want. And I profoundly believe that because since a very young age, every time I want something, I feel like I'm having it. You know, sometimes, most of the times, actually, it comes in forms that I didn't wanted to come (laughs) but eventually I've always gotten what I wanted and I also use a lot like be careful what you wish for because I think that we always get what we want when we have a desire it has been placed by God it has been placed by her higher self or however you want to describe that but it's placed in you because it, it already exists like it's already accessible to you and I think in order to manifest what we truly want, we just need to build that self-love and that self-trust. Like, I trust myself. I trust my desire. My desire is is perfectly fine. I trust my pleasure and I follow my pleasure. Like little, little breadcrumbs that I follow, little clues into my highest expression of myself. And I'm becoming and, and unfolding and becoming more of myself. It's, it's clue of the way. It's little step of the way and you know it's that I lost my thread of thought (sighs) I always get what I want and 
now I switched it because in the end I always have what I want but sometimes it comes in very painful ways and ways that I really didn't want to experience you know but now feeling more connected to true abundance I know that I always got what I need the universe God source the highest intelligence nature life love whatever the name and the words that we use to describe that force that is so beyond our body so beyond the comprehension of our little mind we have this little brain that can produce a lot tons of thoughts and all of this electricity in our brains it's so beautiful and it's so limited it's so limited and then because we are infinite we are infinite and so infinite souls so when when you allow yourself to be that fullness when you really embrace your fullness when you embrace this quality of you you start to manifest the things that you wanted in a more pleasurable way i guess or because we're always manifesting right like it's it's just a law of nature we manifest things but the frequency of the thoughts oh my god it sounds so like abraham hicks and i swear to god i hated that person I, not that person i don't hate that person i don't hate the teachings i actually really resonate with them but i feel like you know it's can't it's super woohoo and and up there and not human enough you know it's 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 too like yeah it shows my own limitations right but um yeah it's like <laughs> it really is about the more po powerful and high vibrational thoughts we think And it doesn't mean we're gonna always think like, yay, rainbows and butterflies, because life is not about that. Life, like, if you're someone just like me listening to that, and it, somehow you found your way to this podcast, <laughs> you probably also sign up for the full, I, or I don't know about you, actually, I don't know. But I know about me, I signed up for the full curriculum of life. Like, I don't know how and why and you know but when I decided to incarnate on earth I was like give me all of it give me all of it and you know I think that's what I want and that's ultimately what I want <sighs> but it brought me to the darkest of the darkest of the darkest place something that I could never even find words to describe like only me you know within my my body, my soul, only me can know the depth of darkness that I've accessed and how it has been such a painful journey of fighting against this darkness to come out of this. And it took so fucking long. And wow, you know, just wow. And then through the pain, through the wound, light can enter again love can enter again so i found the love of my life which is crazy to say that out loud because i've 
I've been wanting to the moment of, you know, and I thought it will never come. I was so deep in my pain. I thought it will never come. I was like, I'm never going to record such a podcast. Like I found the love of my life and let me tell you what happened and let me tell you the story and let me, you know, like share the passion of love. Um, and, 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 and there I am. I found the love of my life. It's gonna sound so silly, right? But I just found myself. I just sincerely, deeply access self-love, self-unconditional love. It is definitely something you have to cultivate. And the way I do cultivate it is through relaxation and calm. When my whole body and my nervous system is in survival, anxiety, depression, that keeps me away from that. But at the same time, it's, 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 it's like a circular thing. It's, I don't know what is the cause and the effect. It's like they're, they're all connected somehow. But I've, I love myself in the way that I've never loved myself. Or I had a glimpse of that. And maybe that's just a glimpse. And then I will go back to depression again. I will let you know. <laughs> and... I guess I accept it, you know, I'm like, okay, if I always get what I need, I always get what I need, and the um, darkest times of my life, even the most horrific things that happened to me, that happened for me, they were my greatest teachers, my greatest pain, and in that place, there is no more fear because I know that I'm being served exactly what I need. Even when it's, ugh, like, you know, it's so hard to admit that. It's so hard for me to be like, really? I needed to get raped? Really? I needed to, like, lose people that I love? Really? I needed to experience death of loved ones? Really? I needed to experience, like, heartbreak to the core of my being really I, I needed to experience the crumbling of my business and not being able to support myself financially really I had to experience like lack and and pouring my heart and soul and energy in a business that was really not paying off that were not supportive of me living and breathing really I had to go through all of that and everything else like the big things and the small things like really fucking hell just just to like to find myself just to find love like really i'm like fuck that shit it sucks fucking sucks fucking sucks <sighs> but it is also so beautiful and i wouldn't change it for the world and that's horrible to say it's killing my ego because my ego is like fuck no of course we would change it. Of course we would not. But no. It makes me who I am. And and I love who I am. And I love me. Just like you listening to that should also love yourself. And I don't like to use shoots. Shoot and shouldn't. But if there is one thing we can do for ourselves. If there is one thing we can control. Is, is ourselves. We can only control that. We can control our breath. And how deep we breathe. We can control our body and... Sorry, cosmic burp. We cannot control that. 
by the way. I mean, we we could, but I don't want to. Um, we can control how deeply we can relax our muscles. We can control... how we talk to ourselves. It might not be easy because we cannot control the flow of our thoughts. So when people are telling you that, oh, we just meditate, just calm your mind. If you have HDHD or any of those symptoms, like, um, you know, really living in your head, really doing a billion things at the same time, being so lost in the world and feeling so like it's so hard for you to focus and be present first of all it's not your fault at all like society is built like that our phone social media um the whole patriarchal society that is built on performance we, we need to be more productive more everything needs to be optimized and productive you know that that's what i was talking about when i was talking about burnout and i was sharing how I was always trying to optimize my time. Let me go on a walk. And I'm going to also listen to a podcast when I walk. And I will also answer to my text at the same time. I'm going to try to multitask as much as I can. Because that will make me worthy. Because I'm, I'm productive. I'm, I'm producing something. It's like trying to be in summer all year around. Having fruits to display. Having colors to display if we're a little flower. We struggle so much to embrace winter, to embrace, embrace death. We resist it so much, but it's, it's there. Winter is going to come. Summer is going to come. But we try this patriarchal society, pushes us to be in summer all year round, to be in full bloom all the time. That's not possible. For nature, it's not possible for us either because we are just little expansion of nature. We are nature. We're made of nature. We're earth, fire, uh, water, and... Which one I forgot? Earth, fire, air, and water. Um, we are the elements. We are all of it. We're not separate. So... I found the love of my life and I always get what I need. And that's the trippy thing about this, is that I've been searching. So the way I see it is like I had this little star, like a little quartz, not a quartz, like a diamond. A diamond, see it as like an energetic, an energetical diamond within myself. And it's, it's like, it's so thin and beautiful. Like that is the most beautiful thing you will ever see. And you have one within you too. Everyone has one within. And I had this beautiful, vibrating, effervescent, like gorgeous, gorgeous, the most beautiful diamond within myself. And instead of acknowledging it and seeing it, this beautiful, like this incredible, magnificent, I placed it on things that external. So I took it, imagine like me going with my hands inside of my mouth, inside of my, you know, like inside of my belly, inside of like the, all the way to my core and I take it out of me and I, blah, I take it outside of my body, I take it outside of my soul, outside of myself and I placed it onto the way my body look, onto the number on my bank account, 
onto my number of views on YouTube, the numbers of likes and DMs that I got every day of people telling me how great I am and how much they love me. I I placed it on the number of people that sign up for my offers. I've placed it on relationships like partners, past partners that I had. I gave it I gave it to them like hey, take care of my diamond. And of course they broke it. Of course they drop it on the floor. I think um Don Miguel reads in The Mastery of Love, which is a book that I love so much. He talks about that. I think he talks about a star that you put in someone else. I I've read this book like so long ago. I think I think it would be so interesting to re- read it again right now. But I think he talks about something like that. Um about placing your most precious thing in someone else's arms. So not only I put it in other people, and that's why I was suffering in relationships so much. It's like so much responsibility. Like it's not their job to take care of my diamond. It's their job to take care of their diamond. But I cannot place my diamond, my love, my soul, my worth on like in their hands. It's not fair. It's not it's not even loving to do that. It's not like, oh I trust you. And it's like you want to give it away. You want to give your whole self away. You want to give your whole self away in the name of love. That is not love. And that's why so many people don't understand boundaries and how boundaries are not walls you build for other people. Boundaries is just an, a weird formulation to say self-love. To say that you love yourself so much that you actually create a boundary to how much you give of yourself Because you remember that you need to take care of your diamond, you need to take care of yourself and you need to ingest the diamond and have it and keep it within you. That's the boundary. And that's 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 why it's the most loving thing you can do because it's so unfair to place this diamond and I've done it. I've done it. I've done it and I received people other people's diamond as well. I've been in both positions because I feel like I've I kept experiencing and that's why I was telling you in the beginning of like this um anxious anxious attachment style and versus secure attachment style is that anxious or avoidant because I've been both as well but I've never really touched that secure attachment even though some people in my life I had I have very strong pillars that have been there and will be there until the day I die I just know it and if they're not they're not but they will they will even if we're not in contact in this physical I know that the love will prevail like I, I have I have no doubt I have no fucking doubt And and then you blame this person, this other person that broke your diamond. It was not their place to take care of your diamond in the first place, but you blame them and you're so mad at them. You hate them. You hate everything about them. You despite them because they broke your diamond. How dare them breaking your fucking diamond? This is the most precious thing you have. This is your love, your worth, yourself, your soul, your heart. You gave it to them so generously how dare them and you're so mad at them and you won't look at yourself and see that you did that to yourself baby girl you did that to yourself and it sounds really hard and I think very few people can actually access the power of unconditional self-love because it requires to look at those places and say hey 
I did that to myself, you know? And to extend this kind of love is not an easy thing. It's, it looks very simple, and I, I do believe it's simple because it's just the expression of our true nature, that's what I believe. But it's not fucking easy at all. Like, it's so nice of me talking to that today in the podcast, but maybe in an hour I will be triggered by something or maybe tomorrow or, you know, it's, it's not something that is there 100% of the time. This godly acceptance of everything and be like, oh, everything goes back to the way I treat myself. But I realized that. I realized that I can love people the way I love myself. I treat people the way I treat myself. And people treat me the way they treat themselves. And I've always been so weak in my boundaries. I've always gave that diamond. You know, I in every breakup in relationships, especially, I would give that diamond away. And I'd be like, hey, take care of my diamond. And then it broke it. And then it takes me a little while to rebuild a new diamond inside of me. And then I have this other diamond. And there's another mirror coming into my life, another romantic partner. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to give my diamond again. And I give it again. And again and again and again and again and again. And I thought that's what love was supposed to be, you know. And then in one of my friendship, I experienced... So until the biggest breakup, the breakup that I think the universe was like, okay, enough. Like enough is enough. Now you're going to fucking realize... I'm going to make you suffer so deep. I'm going to bring you to the depth of the dirt, the, the core of the earth, the most dense, dark energies you will experience. I'm going to put you in depression for a while. I'm going to crack yourself open to pain first so that you understand that what you're doing is not love and that you're not sad. That's what I could never fucking understand with my ex. So my ex left... We, we had a very, you know, I, I, I always call it toxic, but it's not toxic. It's, it wasn't necessary, but painful and uncomfortable and codependent relationship. And I lost myself completely in the relationship with my ex. And she broke up, she left, and I was brokenhearted for so long. And because she murdered the relationship really brutally and I could hold some kind of compassion for my ex I was like I was like okay she did that to protect herself she she had to and it's true that we were not toxic and and I was so attached to her I wouldn't have leave the relationship and the funny thing is that two weeks into living together so a few months we met in Bali fell in love with Bali in Bali <laughs> fell in love with Bali too um, and then I moved to Netherlands to be with her and in after two weeks of being in Netherlands something in my belly told me it's not gonna work this is not it this is not love and I think I, I would always remember this shift and understanding that I think the shift is when I realized, like, is when I gave her the diamond again. You know, in the beginning, in Bali, 
we met during our yoga teacher training. I mean, I was loving myself. You know, I was really healing. So I was like, the universe was like, yeah, she gets it. You know, she have, she's taking care of her diamond. Her diamond is still within. It's still within the body, still within the heart. She's taking care of her soul. She realized her own worth. She's taking care of her diamond. And then, and then that, that flip is like, I gave her the diamond and I could never understand why I had this intuition in my belly. I just felt it in my, in my guts, but I didn't listen. And it's so interesting because I want to share with you how I found my true love, how I found the love of my life. And part of it is relaxing my belly. And I've joined this movement created by Rosie Rez. Uh, that is like hashtag stop suck stop sucking it in it's very tricky for a French person to say that but stop sucking your belly in and um and I just and and I remember having this medium session a session with a medium and she was you know it was like a year and a half after the breakup and I felt like I I moved past that and I was asking her it's so funny I was asking her about my true love because I was that that was it I was I thought I was healed or like I opened myself again after 10 months of not dating and just creating and building love within myself or trying to build partnership within me I um (laughs) I I started to be open to dating and calling in my king calling in my true love my baby my husband calling in this this epic love I was like okay I suffered so much and I didn't went through everything that I went through to just go back to those relationships of pain. And like, I'm, I'm there for like the whole experience of love right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the most epic relationship of my life. I'm ready for my baby daddy. I'm, I'm ready for, you know, bring me my king. I was manifesting my soulmate, <laughs> uh, my true love. And I was asking her, I was looking for this person like in every corner of the earth. I swear to God, every time I was putting one foot outside of my house, I was thinking and obsessing. And I was like, I was like, where is he? Would I meet him at the gym today? Would I meet him like at the grocery store, at the beach? What would I be doing when I meet this person? And I was trying to tap into my intuition and and obsessing. Like it was just everywhere. So... I had this session with a medium and I'm asking her, like, I think she intuitively say a few things before I ask my questions. And she's like, and I've, I've seen, I've seen her before and I've seen her while I was in, in the partnership with my ex. And she's like, oh, this, this breakup really, she talked about my solar plexus. So in my belly, right up, up in my tummy. And she was like, that really, it was like you took a punch in the belly, like, and you're still holding on to that. And, and I see the, the wounding there. And I, I was like, okay. And this thought, like, I don't remember any other thing from this session with her than that. And like, I don't remember anything. I just remember that because I was like, I don't see it and I don't understand it because usually, you know, a medium is just. It, it, it is in the word like the medium is just a connection between you and spirit and you with yourself and your own intuition so how to know if you're with a good practitioner or someone that you know is worth the, the investment is that they are a direct path into yourself so when they say something to you you're like oh yeah I knew even though you didn't know 
but they activate that part of you in you that knows so they don't have any powers that you don't have but they are facilitators they are like mediums <laughs> between you and your intuition you and your spirit you and god you and and um you know just like a higher intelligence that lives also within you but sometimes because we're limited in this human experience we don't really fully have access to that and depending on you know your practices and who you are and what you do and your belief system and everything you you don't always have access to all of that but they don't have access they don't have access to this as in like they're on a pedestal and they know something you don't know that that's i'm just sharing that because it took me a while to understand that but they're they're really just a facilitator they just it's because you come to them and they tap into you and your field and your energy and and of course like um you know it was like a spiritual assessment my session with her and she's a medium like she also connects with um entities and you know um people that passed away but i've never done a session like that with her um with this particular person but it's the same thing they just because you hold that frequency of that person like I know you know it goes into so many things and I want to expand and we're almost like an hour in but I I don't you know I'm gonna take up space today because I want to show you that it's okay to take up space and I don't give a shit if everyone online is posting like 40 minutes or an hour whatever if I want to go three hours talking and post that on my podcast this is my place you're coming to my temple so um anyway I just want to take up space because we we shrink ourselves so much but experiencing grief of my grandmother that has been also one of the you know 2022 was like so fucking challenging like that was the worst year of my life and I've experienced the deepest pain I've ever experienced every month there were a traumatic event like something going and showing me and when I say showing me it's because now I understand it with perspective and time and being far away from even the physical place on earth that I was in like I left I was living in Mexico I left Mexico I'm living in a different place now I had to like take so much distance to see it and to realize what was actually happening but to grieve that grandmother I know my grandmother is still there because all along she was in me you know she was expressing a physical body and with her own qualities and but she lives within me she's not she's just not in that physical but she's there with me so I hold her frequency within me too within my heart because you know she's part of me and she's part also of like she's also deeply present in my DNA like if you think about it you know like she's present in my cellular codes like at an atomic level she's there and and so the medium will just tap into your energy because you hold that frequency of that person and they will be able to share messages because they will access that part but you are a medium too you can be a medium to yourself and yes it requires some kind of practice and some kind of access to your own psychic abilities and your own powers but it is possible you can tap into that and you're naturally in tune you're naturally like that is new your nature but life society you know environment the places you grew up in all of that can create so much layers so many layers that it's it's easier to go to someone else that have done the work on themselves or just because of again 
beliefs um society environments like just the whole the whole thing they're more they have access to that or they had access to that and now they are you know doing that like they just do that all day <laughs> for other people um but yeah she talked about my solar plexus okay and i'm telling you the way i found the love of my life is also by relaxing my fucking belly and when i saw this movement um from rosie rez i'm part of her golden yoni membership for many years now i mean many years at least two years i would say um and you know i'm going my own pace like i had months where i was not following any of the courses and she has the master class on this called stop sucking it in and i was like i was like i don't like it like it's you know a, a big belly is not beautiful and you remember my self-hate from what i've talked in the beginning of this podcast um i used to unconsciously like i didn't even know i was doing that but i was not taking up space with my belly and this is where my organs are this is where my vitality is and this is also paradoxically the place where i hold fat and i was so mad at this fat i was like why i cannot lose this weight what's wrong and i was eating what i thought was good food and and that was good food like healthy food every food is healthy it's just the way we relate to them and the the amount of which food we put in our bodies and you know we're we're so disconnected from our bodies and our own intuition like our bodies knows my body knows exactly what it needs all the time i just have to listen but in order to listen i need to be quiet and i need to be so in tune and it's so subtle especially when you spend years not being connected like a lifetime like it's hard to fucking access and i literally dedicated my whole entire life like this is what i do from the moment i wake up to the moment i go to bed like i've dedicated my whole life and that's why i create online offers in the end you know it's that you don't you don't have to spend all of that time you know i'm giving it to you in a nine modules or in a seven modules or in eight weeks or in you know a small tiny little course depending on the codes and how long I, it took me to acquire this knowledge but I'm like okay you guys and that's 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 also very connected to leadership because I I, I think of myself as a leader because I'm like okay you guys we're gonna do this together okay we're gonna heal we're gonna expand we're gonna tap into more love and more pleasure and I'm gonna dedicate my whole entire existence like every waking day every waking night every single breath i take i'm gonna go on this exploration to trying to find answers and 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 find the keys and the clues of liberation and peace and harmony and love and pleasure and orgasm and as i'm saying that my pussy is so wet i'm like yes give me the juice of life give me the juice of pleasure and 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 that's how I create my offers. I'm like, okay, you guys, I went on that exploration. I've learned all of that. And you can learn it too. And you don't have to spend so many years. You can only spend nine modules and you'll get it. You'll get a taste. Um, but it's always an invitation for you to go on that self-exploration. Um, this video, this podcast is sponsored by Becoming Her, my online course. <laughs> um, yeah, Becoming Her is that. It's like, okay, you get to become her 
and it's, it's especially for women and um i will in the future have other things that are for everybody but becoming her is especially dedicated for women because there is this aspect of pleasure and and yeah it's connected to her your higher self your goddess self your priestess self like who you were meant to become and who you know you are at the core but you have a lot of layers a lot of limitations a lot of nasty things that keep you away from that self-love and that self-expression and there's like fucking orgasmic pleasure of like being alive your liveness your fullness and that's why you know it's called becoming her embrace your fullness and design your um i think i never remember the name of my own programs but i think it's your dream reality or your next oh your next level reality because you can tap into a dimension where you get to start to attract everything you desire because everything you desire is within you and you always get what you want and you always get what you need so coming back to um and you can find the link in the show notes if you are excited if it's like a full body yes like feel into your body right now um some of you are listening just for the sake of this podcast and some of you it's 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 the invitation i'm like let me talk you deeper into this work let me let me show you that there is more into that anyway i'm just so like always working with pleasure always working with our hearts and our pussy and our bellies so i was talking about my belly and i want to share with you how this thing like your energy centers you have two energy centers in your belly the sacral and the solar plexus and oh my god when you relax your belly and it's about body image and self-love as well obviously but it runs so much deeper than that it's your access to love it's like hey i deserve love i deserve space let my body take space and i realized that i was holding on so many things in my belly contracting my energy and trying to make myself feel small and that's why i'm saying and talking about this fullness and it goes so much deeper than just like holding your belly in um that doesn't matter you know we have so many ways and tricks in in which we we shrink ourselves we we belittle ourselves we 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 try to be smaller like diet culture and everything like we're trying to make our bodies smaller we're trying to make ourselves i i know for myself you know i I'm always trying to, sometimes I know stuff and I'm very intelligent and I'm like pretending I'm dumb. Like I'm, someone is explaining something and I don't want to show them that I know. I I don't, it's so weird. I'm like pretending that I don't know what I know, pretending that I'm not, I don't know. Cause I feel like, again, it's the mirror of everything. So I found the love of my life. I found the love of my life and the way I've done it is through loving myself. The love of my life is myself. The love of my life is within me. It's so trippy because I've heard those things from other people so many times. And I didn't get it. I just, I thought I'd get it. I was like, okay, whatever. I need to love myself. And then I went into the practice of that. And it started for me really with, I mean, it's it's an ongoing journey, and it started like the day I was born, I guess. Um, but it's <laughs> like finding and accessing deeper self love. Um, I had to just commit to it. I was like, okay. 
it's going to be painful, it's going to be uncomfortable because I'm going to be faced with things that I don't want to see. And I don't, I didn't yet have the awareness of like, oh, that's just things that needs to come up so they can be liberated. So I was just like, okay, I'm willing to face the discomfort. I'm willing to face the ugh, the contraction, the bleh, it doesn't feel good in my body and it's uncomfortable and I hate it and ugh. But I'm going to, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to delete social media, TikTok and Instagram, less distraction. Let me come back to me. I'm going to spend less time on my phone, less time talking to everybody else and more time talking to myself. And I'm going to spend more time with pussy, with my yoni, my sacred temple. And I've spent more time in prayer, in meditation, painting, dancing, moving, breathing, also trying to escape still, to do it in a balanced way. So I don't bounce back from one extreme to another, but I find this equilibrium, this peace, this harmony. And so going back to the story of the diamond is, you know, I've said and I've expressed how I was giving that diamond away so many times in my life and I want to talk about the time where I received someone else's diamond I feel like codependency is always built of two people it's like equally like I see so many women especially people in general actually men as well calling their ex-partners toxic or narcissistic and most of the time it is you can clearly see it in someone else when they tell a story that is kind of them the problem or like and you know the other person is not is not perfect and you know the other person is not it's probably you know but they co-created this relationship together and that's why I think responsibility and taking ownership is so sexy and I think we need to do that for ourselves but it's 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 challenging and I get it why a lot of people don't want to go there like I truly understand it takes a lot you know it takes a lot it's so much easier to blame the external world it's so much easier to play the victim it's it's easy and it's comfortable it's more comfortable than taking ownership because ownership will ask you to really look at the parts of yourself that you don't love that you don't like that you think you think lives in others but they truly live inside of you and everything you hate about others, it's places that you haven't accepted it within you. And it's okay to not love all of you. Like I have parts of me like that I really don't like, but I accept them. I'm like, okay, you know, it's it's not super cool to be like that, but what can I do? You know, it's there. It's me. And it allows me to extend that to everybody I know as well. So coming back to what I was saying also, we only can treat people the way we treat ourselves. It's like, is it okay to love someone and to not like everything that they are? Like, you know, they, you, I don't think you can love someone for, ex for everything. There will be parts of them that, you know, maybe sometimes, maybe not you hate them, but maybe sometimes it's a bit annoying or it's a bit uncomfortable. It's like, ugh, it's so tiring. No matter what it is, you know. Um, so we get to give that to each other too. It's like if we can give that type of love to someone external, which I was so able to give that love to other people, but I was not able to give it to myself. And I created this beautiful track. I do that a lot and that is 
really the best recommendation I can do. And I've I also um invite you to do that within um my ebook Get Your Shit Together and Thrive, which um has a part on manifestation and visualization and I invite you to create your own track for visualization. So I have a whole playlist of me talking to myself for different things. And I have a self-love affirmation track for myself. You can find them on YouTube. Some people, you know, are not designed to... I'm telling you, I've dedicated my whole life to this exploration and this work. So I love to have my own tracks because I also believe in the power of my own voice because I know that I am talking to myself, especially if I'm creating like a self-love affirmation thing. I know that if... Sometimes it helps to listen to other people as well because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's so hard to access. I don't want to listen to my own voice. Like, let me access... Let me go on YouTube or on Spotify and find someone that can guide me through that, guide me back to me. But I love to have my own tracks on my phone and I really invite you to do that because it's so empowering because you know you're healing yourself, you know, no one, it's not something you're following, it's not a, a podcast you're listening to, it's not a video you're watching on YouTube, it's like you with you in that moment. There is no other voice from another being, it's just you. And you get to be in your own presence, right? And you're like, okay, I'm giving that medicine to myself. Think about it. Your voice is used to say a lot of things during the day. You interact with a lot of people in different ways, you know, loving ways and not so loving ways. Um, but your voices can have this power to transmit emotions and to form words. So you can form and express love through your voice through the way you talk to people see you know also because of the meaning we we put behind the words but if you're screaming at someone and yeah and you're telling them that they're horrible and like you hate them you know that those words have power they have power to hurt or to 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 create a an emotional response in someone else and when you say to someone that is in pain and crying and you're like hey I've got you and I love you and I love you so much and you say I love you you say I love you it's a way to express love with our words so when you do that to yourself magic magic real magic that is witchcraft that is magic this is this is spell casting we cast spells with the way we talk so anyway I have this beautiful self-love affirmation thing and I tell myself hey you've been giving this love like I have such I love to love I love love (laughs) of course I do I think every human does but especially me I know for sure I don't know about others but I know I love to love and I have so much love in my heart and when I love someone I love them but so much and I gave that you know that love I gave it so much in my life especially in romantic partnership when I have the safety of commitment when I have the safety of that container I'm like okay we are together we're in a couple so it's us against the world I'm like giving like I'm like flooding that person with love I'm like I love you so much and 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 I never really took the time 
not just like for one day for a retreat for but to actually like flood myself with the same love that I give so easily away I was like can I have a part of that cake I'm giving that cake away to everybody you know it's like I bake this beautiful cake and it's so delicious and I think I already used that analogy in another podcast but I don't I, I remember that I talked about this but I don't remember if I talked about this in the podcast or with a friend but I baked okay I love um raspberries raspberries are like my favorite fruits oh my god they're so sexy like they're curvy and 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 soft and the way they feel like already on the skin when you touch them and then you place them in your mouth and they're so sweet and red rose ish oh my god raspberries you know my love for fruits I fuck them really often <laughs> I make love to fruits it's one of my passion sensual eating but um I imagine and chocolate okay so it's like and it was my birthday cake last year made by um Gabby my friend Gabby um she baked this but imagine I have this cake it's filled with life force energy it's filled with love it has the most delicious raspberries of the entire world like imagine there is like one place in the world where they have this one raspberry bush or tree like I know it's not a tree or a bush like I don't actually know how you call those framboisier in French do you find it sexy if you're not French framboisier even if you're French it's sexy right framboise oh it's so sexy <laughs> um <laughs> I love fruits I love fruits um and and they produce like the best of the best of the best not only the taste is the best but like the quality is the best and they hold the most highest frequency of the world and then I took the best chocolate of the earth you know like made with so much love by people that love to you know transform cacao the seed of cacao that is such a heart opening um my goodness nature beauty oh my god it's everywhere um so imagine i baked this amazing cake right i think now you can even like maybe your your mouth is is watering right now maybe you're like you have this saliva coming into your mouth just thinking about it because mm, and if you don't like chocolate and, and raspberry just think about your favorite cake you know i'm baking this like my favorite 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 cake in the world the most gorgeous cake the most delicious cake the cake that will send you into the cosmos like foodgasm right away and i'm giving it away i'm like do you want some cake and i'm giving it literally to everybody even people i don't know even strangers i go in the street with my cake and i'm like take some cake take some cake it's the best cake in the world and it's like a magical cake so it's infinite okay every time there is no more cake like there is always cake it's not something that is finite and and limited there is an infinite amount of cake the cake represents my love obviously if you if you got lost in in me going into the story about the raspberries but my love is the cake and i give it to everybody i'm like taste the cake it's the best cake and i don't even get to have one slice not even like a tiny one i'm like how how am i not giving that 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 to myself like this is literally the best like this is and this is my taste 
you know, that like, this is my favorite cake. It's not your favorite cake. It's my favorite cake. So I'm like, I know exactly how to love myself more than anybody could ever love me because I know how to make this cake exactly to my tasting, exactly the way I want my cake to be. Like, you know, I'm not eating your cake. I want my cake. I want to bake it. I want to make it. I want to make it with the best raspberries. And I know what are the best raspberries because I know it with my taste. And even if, you know, it's super fucking delicious. So a lot of people love this cake. Some people really hate that cake too. Some people don't like raspberries and chocolate and they don't like my love and they don't like me at all. <laughs> like they just can't stand me. And that's fine because I, I love this cake. And, but I get to have like a part of it, you know, a big fucking part of it I get to eat the cake myself and because it's a magical cake in the first place even when I was not giving any part to myself it was already infinite you know so it was if I give it more if I take slice of my own cake it's not gonna remove it's actually just gonna create a bigger cake the more I eat my cake the bigger I become (laughs) and and I can you know create bigger cakes and so, yeah, um, the analogy of giving my love away so easily and not giving it to myself. And and then going on that exploration of, of longing for partnership, longing for, I think what I was longing for without really realizing was obviously love because I was deprived of love and I was not able to give it to myself. But it was also safety. I think I was craving because love is accessible all around and I very painfully <laughs> explored this notion of love freedom and polyamory and and sexual opening because sex is like so wrong and I'm going to talk about this again on this podcast I'm going to talk about this until the day I die sex is our portal to god if we learn sex through porn and stuff it's so wrong like it's it's not sex sex is not that sexuality is our union with ourselves with another being and with god with love with source energy with the universe this is the things that can awaken you to the deepest love and it's okay to want to share this love with as many partners as you want people that you will just like exchange that pleasure for a night and never see them again um it's okay to taste it from so many different forms and source and 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 any sexual practices and anything but just the energy we put behind it realizing how sacred that is like how sacred it's it's going to church it's going to the temple every time you make love like that's why we call it making love like we are literally making creating love like the highest frequency of this planet that's no shit you know and and that's why it's it's so taboo when so um how do you call it um banned and taboo and no one wants to talk about this and it's so repressed and so wrong and and we get triggered when when we see people in their sexual expression because we're like what you know it's Ugh, the way we, the way sex like around us is so weird, so weird, you guys. Um, but we get to come back to that innocence. We know in our hearts we, that we can trust our bodies and our pleasure. Um, we have this portal 
within, you know, whether it's a lingama or yoni, you know, a cosmic cock or a beautiful cosmic pussy, we have it. We have this portal into love, into the universe. And we even invented this thing called self-pleasure masturbation, which I think are different, but we can give ourselves that pleasure too. We can give ourselves that love. So we can give ourselves that love through relaxing our muscles, through breathing deeper, through doing something that we love, that is enjoyable to the senses, enjoyable to the body. We can give that love with thinking beautiful thoughts about ourselves. But we can also give ourselves that love through giving ourselves an incredible amount of pleasure. An incredible amount of pleasure. Like, oh my God, I get to taste it. But we have those beliefs and I don't really know where they come from and I don't know why they're here. But ugh, they're so disgusting. Those beliefs that it's shameful, that we shouldn't be doing it, that we shouldn't even talk about it. You know, so it's, wow, and that we should hide. There is so much contraction around sex. And I think there are so much contraction around sex because of the potentiality for expansion that is present in sex as well. So that's also how I found the love of my life is reconnecting with my sexuality. And what it means is not fucking masturbating around all day, even though that will be really nice. And that is really nice. Um, but it's slowly especially you guys coming after you know having to heal after sexual abuse is a hell of a journey if you've been there I love you and you're you're doing so good my love and one day at the time one step at the time you deserve even more love even more and more love coming from yourself it, and and just create that self of compassion for however the process of healing from such an act that is deprived of love um and coming back from that requires so much self-compassion so much love so much patience <gasps> so much patience but yeah so if you're if you had experienced that or if you ever experienced that which i really wish on no one um give yourself some grace and I'm here and I love you. I love you and when you cannot love yourself, when it's hard, when you don't love your body anymore, when you feel like you cannot trust the entire universe is against you and you cannot trust anyone. I got you and I love you. But yeah, it was it's this slow de-armoring in um all those feminine arts that I'm very connected to that I teach that I studying that I you know guide people like all of my containers like my my one-on-one offerings when I work with people one-on-one it's that full activation of your pleasure and your turn on it's being turned on to your life to your business to love it's literally being turned on to everything in your life because everything is connected so that's why my business is called holy holistic and I don't know why but I hate this name but and I'm very intuitive so every time I asked like I was trying to find a better name and I was like I just want to change the name of my business because I don't like holy holistic but nothing will come 
like nothing and I'm like okay that's just I'm not I'm, I'm not using it so much you know I'm I'm Lika I'm not wholly holistic when I talk about my business but um it's very holistic I think we're disconnected from how everything is interconnected but that's a whole other story when I work when I work with a client when I when we I could create with a client a space of love for their expansion um Oh, it's so intimate and beautiful and we're gonna work as much on like a proper business strategy of their business owners as much as we're gonna talk about like their pleasure and their sexuality and their self-talk and their mindset like we act on every single levels because every single levels impact and opens a door and all those doors are connected so that there is a bigger flow of energy and expansion within your own being but sometimes when you need to like push something there and push something there and push something there so that everything you know the whole machine um got and, and you expand basically um but yeah the way i let's try to come back um how i found the deepest love the love of my life <laughs> um part of that was like this slow dearmoring so in the feminine arts that i you know that's something i do and i invite my clients to do that something that really opened me to wow other realms like other experience of my i thought i was experiencing life until i dive deep into this work but dearmoring of a pussy like you you will do some um yoni massages um massage and it's it's touching yourself in a way that is not sexual it's not directly to give yourself some pleasure and orgasm but it is um it is to feel to feel the years of traumas and pain and and stuff to stuff energy that gets stuck in the tissues and because we're so disconnected and because the pussy or even the lingam but I feel like obviously the pussy is a lot more taboo you know um we hold so much tension there and when we it's it's also connected everything is fucking connected but like when we hold our belly in we suck our belly in we give less room for a womb let's room for a vagina like we contract our pelvic floor and that contracts everything and our pussy is so contracted as well and tense and that's why i found my true love by relaxation as well and i'm gonna tell you all about this in a minute but there is just so much that goes into that and i've dreamt of this moment where i will tap into the podcast and tell you the story of how I struggled but I finally have my true love I finally have my soulmate I finally like I'm gonna get married you know even though I married myself already but you know what I mean and and it was such a holy grail for so long I was like longing for it and I had to fight against my own desire like it was so ashamed of my desire I don't even know why I think I was so attached to that identity of like being a strong independent woman and you know I gave my diamond so many times now I'm gonna keep it to myself and so no one can share the light of the diamond because that's the thing when we come in a relationship is that I have a diamond that 
shines so bright within me and you have a diamond that shines so bright within you that we get to share the light. We get to share the emanation of this diamond. We keep, we both keep our diamond, but the diamond is producing so much energy, so much love and we get to like share it like you know I reflected that back because we are mirrors so like I reflect that back and you reflect that back because you love yourself I love myself so like together we can love even more how fucking epic that is and how much pleasure we can give to each other oh my god oh my god so (laughs) um oh my god I really got lost but am I lost or is just that it's happening like that I don't know so anyway I'm um, going back to love and pleasure and sexuality de-armoring I've I was repeating to myself again and again and again and again that I had this armor around my heart and you know we do that practice with the yoni so we you go and you massage your your you start with the vulva you start with what is on display on the external side and then you you know, you ask for consent and you touch yourself in a way you probably never touch yourself. Because it's not like, oh, I know exactly how to give myself an orgasm. So I'm going to go straight there, get the orgasm, get the work done. And I'm, you know, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm coming in reverence for this portal that I have between my legs. The portal into God, the portal into the infinite wisdom of my body, my feminine wisdom. And this is also how I found my true love. Um is 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 that i i leaned back into my feminine for fucking real like i really spent time to be in my feminine and um when you go and you touch yourself in a way that is not sexual that is just deeply devotional it rebuilds a connection with your yoni and um, you understand more of your boundaries more of your pleasure more of the way you love to be touched and the way that you have been hurt in the past and you breathe through you know you will press on some specific points where you feel the tension you stay there you press on this or you massage or you know you you know you build that relationship of like okay what's there what's there to feel I believe our yonis are portals for the feminine to feel herself. And that's why we have, on the other side, we have the divine masculine that have this penetrative force that's going to enter the yoni and she's going to be able to feel herself, to feel her, you know, because the vagina is that receptive, you know, receptive container. It's like, it's empty. Um, but filled with aliveness as well. She gives that aliveness when she is in pleasure, and and the masculine is there to to help her surrender to her to, to her pleasure, and and he surrenders to his pleasure as well, um, just in a different way. But in the end, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. So obviously, this notion of inner union. Uh, it's, it's very important in like quote-unquote finding your true love finding your soulmate manifesting the love of your life um 
but going back to the de-armoring, I kept saying, like, I'm, I just know that I'm so close in my heart because everything felt so painful around my emotions and my heart. And if I think my whole body needed de-armoring and my whole soul and my whole, maybe not my soul because my soul is infinite and stuff, but my energetical system, some stuff that I was not even seeing. So yes, my whole body, but also the, the energetic system that lives within my body and emotional de-armoring. You know, I, I felt so hurt and brokenhearted and this heart was like so tense and this heart, you know, it's just like a pussy has been abused through rape, like a heart has been abused through emotional abuse. And, and I did that to myself, but it was reflected back in relationships where I would give that heart away and it would be hurt. And then I would have to pick up the, the pieces back together and then I would give it away again. And, 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 and so this heart, I've abused my heart for so many years, like most of my life, by never giving that love to myself. <sighs> so I needed that heart de-armoring, that emotional de-armoring, that, you know, breathing and being with myself in a different way and not running away from the pain not running away from the discomfort because it's like, yeah, we're going to go and feel that. We're going to sit with it and we're going to feel it. We're not going to react to it. We're just going to feel it. And I, I brought a lot of experiences and people in my space so that I could feel that, which means that I've experienced really the whole spectrum of, oh my God, my poor heart. <laughs> you know, when I was living in Mexico, I was, had, I had like those little moments of like falling in love with people. Cause like, that is just who I am. That is my nature. I love so much and I love everyone. And some people I like, I fall in love with, with humans all the time. And because I am love. And for me, that's the most natural thing we can do. And it doesn't mean that then we act on this love and, and we get to, you know, be intimate together or anything. But uh, yeah, I love how we box everything like oh that's 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 a friend and that's a boyfriend that's that uh, and we have all those boxes and those cage to try to contain this love that is infinite it's so funny it's so interesting that we do that as little human beings but apparently it helps sometimes so I don't know but um yeah I was I was getting hooked and attached to men especially and and then it would just disappear and ghost me and and run away from me and I would feel so hurt but I would play the strong independent woman like it's like I was pushing them away too without realizing it but you know I was like just like I don't need you like I don't fucking need you because like no I'm, I'm I don't know and and I had to experience all of that to see that I was I was giving that worth onto that external thing. I was placing that diamond into everything. And now I want to jump into the topic. This is the longest ass podcast of my life in terms of how deep that is. But I want to talk about money because money is very connected to that. Abundance is so connected to love. And I also have a whole course. I'm going to be able to advertise all of my course in that one podcast that's fantastic um I have this course money healing and it's so funny because this course came to me I've been exploring 
that money shit for the past four years. So again, four years of reading all the books, working on myself, exploring that notion within myself so I can deliver it to you guys or to the people that are meant to be in, in money healing, my online course. In, in a, I, think it's, I think money healing is nine modules or 10 or eight or seven. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter how many modules it is, but it's something you will do in a few weeks of your life, you know, and I've spent years, years learning that. So it's definitely a shortcut. It's like, okay, I know how to get there. Let me tell you what I've learned. But it came to me and I really channeled this course. Like it just, it was not planned to happen at this time ever. You know, I I wanted to create something about money because it's a big part of my healing, a big part of my journey, a big part of that exploration. I've been diving deep into that and experiencing, but again, experiencing also the opposite of that, which is lack and scarcity and having nothing and quote unquote losing it all and putting myself in in depth, in debt so deeply and struggling, really struggling to trust myself with money, to just feeling like, ugh. And I was applying the same principle that I was doing with the boyfriend thing. Like, I really want a boyfriend. I was like, I really want money. I really want money. I was obsessed with money. And and I thought I wasn't, but I was. You know, I even lied to myself. The mind is so tricky. So tricky. But yeah, money. I was doing the same thing. I was placing on money this little diamond of like, oh, and having a codependent relationship with money. And I had a codependent relationship with my business and I had a codependent relationship with literally everything that came into my film and touched me. I would just get hooked. I would just feel like my life depends on that person, that thing, and place all of my worth all of my love, all of my essence, all of my value in that thing. So when it was not the boyfriend, it was the money. When it was not the money, it was the way I look. When it was not the way I look, it was, you know, the my visibility online and and how much, like, are people online liking me? <laughs> you know? And and it's okay. It was so necessar- necessary for me to experience that. Because again, everything that wasn't love needed to be felt in order to be alchemized into, into the greatest love of my life, which I'm so grateful that I can now talk about this. And I know it's just the beginning, like it's just the beginning and it's literally just the beginning and it's so exciting. And I, that's also why I want to capture this moment of my life is because you know that that very first beginning like you're just you're just touching it you're like is it real and you're like is it happening and it's kind of that flirting moment oh my god isn't it so delicious the very first like the premises um that's why I'm recording that podcast too is like I want to remember that time and um you know, I always get what I need. So in order to reach deeper layers of abundance and money, money is such a wide spirit. The way I say it, money is a woman, like it's a feminine force. And it's not like an actual woman, you know, but in my subconscious mind, in my dream world, in my magical world, it's like a wide 
course it's like a current of energy and she's like golden golden bright yellow kind of um mustard if i had to give a color is that is is you know yellow mustard gold fiery as well like a bit orange um and she's so wild and she hates to be caged she hates to be caged and the cage is the scarcity right it's holding onto her gripping onto her and we think we do that when we don't spend our money you know when we're saving and we're like oh no no i cannot spend i can't spend but we do that just by tapping into scarcity so even if you don't have money and and you're not technically holding onto anything because you don't have anything to hold on to you can still be in in in, in like caging the energy of money because money again is just a thing it's just a thing we created it's something that lives in our subconscious and we all have a different relationship to it and that's why the course that I've created is is about healing our relationship to it it's not about you won't learn any technique to make money because you cannot make money you connect with money and money comes into your life or she doesn't she she is present or she's not present it's a flow it's a current it's numbers but I don't believe we can create that. I mean, we technically we can because like we create everything with the power of our intentions and our mind. But there is no like... So you go in, in your little lab today, my loves, and you mix a little bit of that and a little bit of this and here you go, you have money. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, but it's about that deep relationship healing with money because... <sighs> the way we interact and the way we interact with money is the way we interact with everything so literally you could take my course money healing and you change the name by by like love healing or by um, career healing or anything you want to heal and and you can apply like the whole course like you can do all of the exercise and you apply it to another field in your life and it will be the exact same thing like money is no different money is like no different um it took me a while to realize that you guys <laughs> like dedication to get to that knowledge that wisdom within myself and again that's just my truth and you don't have to agree you don't have to believe the same thing that I believe you know at all but that's that's what I'm offering to you in this podcast um I thought that abundance will come with money you know because because in the spiritual realm of Instagram and all those gurus that are also selling their programs and their offers and promising you that you will be making, a, creating a seven-figure business and make the biggest money of your life. Of course, it's a nice marketing practice. Um, not practice. It's not a nice practice. It's a nice tactic that will get you, that will price into your wounds and your desire to have more because you feel like you're lack and you're already in scarcity. So someone promising you that they're going to give you access to abundance it's fucking gold. It's like, oh my God, this person has the key that I need, you know, because I'm in scarcity. I don't have money. I'm not connected to money. And when I do have money, I feel contracted around it. But this person is promising me that they have the key that by following their program or their offer or working with them or buying this book or buying this thing or doing this thing, even when they don't actually sell you anything, you know, they can just be telling you something on YouTube like you have to do that. And you're like, oh my God, this person has the key, the key to the money the key to the pussy the key to the pleasure the key to everything you can apply that to literally everything when you know always 
you have the key. You always have the key. You always had it. And no one has the key that will work in your luck. You know, your unique luck. And it's all about that dynamic of relating to some things. And so, you know, I I always felt like, oh, I will only feel relaxed and secure. Like I just, you know, I... I I, I navigated through so many different emotions uh, in my life regarding money. Um, I always wanted to be rich. Like I was like, I just have a big goal. I want to make a lot of money. I just want to be rich and I want to be a billionaire. Like I really want to be a billionaire. Um, I think when I was younger. And then I realized that everyone was really feeling weird about money, you know, and you couldn't really say, especially growing up in France, you guys, we don't talk about money. Money is so fucking taboo. And everyone is like so mad, at least in my environment where I grew up, everyone was so mad against rich people. So I was like, mm, maybe I'm going to quiet that desire down uh, because those people are not really liked around and they are portrayed as like the root of all evil, um, you know, money and, and people who has it. And I was like, I don't want to be that because I want to be loved and I want to be the embodiment of love and I want to do something that is respectful of people and, and you know, I don't want to be one of those. And I didn't trust the desire that I had when I was a small girl. And I think the desire to have, to want money inside of me and it's expressed it's like we all want different things because they all give us access to the same thing but I, I felt like money was my access to love and abundance like I just want to be in that energy in this abundance opulent energy um, and I've always wanted to be that since a little girl and it naturally I mean a little girl when I was a, like a really like a toddler I was obviously playing in the garden and I was around abundance all the time so I was not thinking about that but then you get to school and everything becomes more and more serious and more contracted and they ask you what you want to do and stuff and I always had this feeling like I will be rich I will be a millionaire um and then then you go and you do the work and you're like okay how on earth I'm gonna create this money for myself while staying true to myself and living a life that I love because everybody tells you like you either have money or 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 you do something that you love. That's a deep, profoundly rooted belief that I had inside of me. So when I say everyone and I talk in general terms, I'm only talking about my own experience, obviously. And some people grew up thinking like completely different things. And I'm so happy for them because that's not a really nice belief to have, honestly. <laughs> and then I wanted to create that money you know it's like how I'm gonna do it and I had to go deep and look at all those beliefs not just this one that I just talked about this but anyway I guess I don't want to get into a whole podcast about money healing because I can do that another day another time and um and I want to tell you the story about how I found true love but you're gonna see how it's connected because it's the exact same principle I I had this big breakthrough the other day of like when I had no money I still got everything that I needed like because I needed to have no money oh my god and that reminds me of another session I had with another um, practitioner, uh, practitioner of it was not really Reiki it was like magnetism and it was energetical work and I remember it was so long ago 
and I was so provided for. I remember back then I was a student and I was working full time. So not like part time, like I was full time and in my last year of study. And so my parents were paying for my rent. So it had that cover. And I was I had a full on salary for just for me, basically just for pleasure. I mean, my food, but, you know, my rent was covered and, um, you know, insurance. Also, my parents were paying for me. Um, what else? Like my phone, my, my, my parents were paying for my phone. Like I was really taken care of. Plus, I had all of this money from my work um and and yet I was in such scarcity mindset and money felt like such a weird uncomfortable topic and um I remember going to this practitioner for completely different things um I connected with this person after really trying to find a way to heal from a very very emotional and painful abortion and um yeah he helped me so much and I don't know why through this whole healing around my womb space and and the abortion and you know again like so much pain you guys I've, I know what it feels like to be in pain and I wouldn't change my story for the world like I wouldn't experience any other thing because this is part of the reason why I have the biggest and most amazing love story of my entire existence right now and everything got me ready to be to be that and so yeah he told me he was like I was like telling him how scared I was about not having enough and that it, it was just so uncomfortable And I, and I told him that and I was like, maybe with his magical powers, he can help me and heal me and, and, you know, create more money for me so that I feel safe. And he was like, the only way that you will liberate yourself from that is to actually not have any money, like to have the actual experience of like not having money. And I was like, fuck you. I mean, I, of course I was not like that and saying that, but I was like, uh, no, 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 there should be another way. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the opposite of what I actually, like, I'm scared of that. So, and, and that's what I realized in my journey in my life. It's like everything that you're scared of, the day you actually face it, like the fear is an illusion. Like fear is an illusion because fear is the, the apprehension or the anticipation of pain. It's not the actual pain because when you are in pain, you have no other way, like, you're just feeling the pain you're just in the pain but fear is like oh my god maybe that's going to be painful maybe that's going to be uncomfortable like what I'm going to do I'm going to die because yes parts of you are going to die when you experience pain when you experience painful experiences when you experience a shift let's say you have money and then suddenly you don't you lose it all like of course you're scared of losing it all because it will mean that a lot of things are going to die the parts of you that experience your reality with money is going to die so part of you is actually going to die not all of you your body still stay there and and your soul still evolves in what you need to be evolving but this death and you know we people call it the ego 
But the ego is so charged, emotionally charged in our society right now. The ego is so bad. The ego is the enemy. I think there is even a book called like that. The ego is the enemy. I haven't read it, so I don't actually know what it's talking about. Um, and I don't know which approach it is. But the ego is not our enemy. The ego is just this natural attachment to life that we have because we live in this body that needs to breathe and we need to not jump from uh, roofs every day so we need to have fear we need to have an ego we need to have like limitations and 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 stuff because we are in this body it's so natural it's so human it's a natural response so the the ego is not the enemy and being egoless doesn't fucking exist on this earth on this planet it doesn't fucking exist we will go back to the egoless place when we leave our body but while we're here let's just embrace that it's just what it's gonna be you know like we're always trying to escape that human experience when we can fully be there and when I say we I just say me like that's what I've been doing my whole life when I could just be here now this is the most spiritual thing I can do is be human is be human in my fullness and I think that spirituality means something else you know I think that spirituality is being up there back into the clouds of consciousness into you know the experience of oneness and and I and I want to follow that because it gives me but I the only way to do that is through embracing the polarity of being fully of this earth I mean being yeah human so anyway ego the fear of lack and and I was like no 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 that cannot be I don't like this is the word like the least the last thing I want to experience is to not have money anymore and that was the most painful terrifying moments of my life to be living in Mexico so I'm away from my roots away from my family and people that could potentially help me with money you know I'm away from I'm across an ocean from where I was born where I grew up and where I believe I have the most safety in this place because my parents are here and my parents are, you know, it's it's the place I was born in. It's the place that I grew up in. It's, it's special, you know. It feels very grounding. And I know a lot of people don't experience that with their home place. And pff, I wanted to run away from this place as far as I could. I never wanted to be in France. I hated France so much. I wanted to be away. I wanted to be a world traveler. When people will ask me like where I'm from, I would say, I'm a world citizen. I'm from the world. And it's always like, also because I always want to have a different answer than a boring one. So I just always want to have the attention and be the most interesting person in the room. That's my ego. But that's fine. It's funny. You know, it's cute. It's like, okay, you're cute. Um, but it's you know it's like this why why I was so mad at this place that my soul decided to literally incarnate in this place for a fucking reason why I hate this place why I resent this place I still don't have the answers you know it's still like and I don't hate it now I love it I fucking love it it has been the most healing thing to be here and that was the cocoon for me to find my true love and to manifest the biggest most beautiful love story of my life so 
yeah, that's the place I really found love and I could always come back to this place to find love again. When my ex broke up, I told you the story, when my ex broke up, I was there healing my broken heart because it felt safe. When I felt, you know, when I was going through that series of events and trauma in Mexico and I had to come back here. But anyway, I'm I'm living in Mexico and my business is bringing nothing. And I'm pouring my heart and soul into it and I'm building the the biggest empire, like the way it works internally, like the systems that I have in place and the kind of the ambition that I have for my business and for myself and for the world and for every single humans and beings that are going to be touched and connected with this business in a form in one way or another whether through um, retreats or events or seminars or all of my online programs or one-on-one coaching or just you know they will be in touch with someone that have taken one of my course and you know like this this business this mission that I'm holding is big it's fucking big um and I've built building it and building it without seeing quote-unquote any results because my only way to measure results was the financial thing and my body my my business didn't allow me to support myself and I felt the deepest contraction even talking about this right now I feel my belly which now I have a soft belly that takes up space I feel my belly expanding uh contracting and I'm like no 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 we soften we soften through that but it was extremely painful and uncomfortable so painful and so uncomfortable to because also my worth was so attached because this diamond I gave this diamond to money I gave this diamond to my career I gave this diamond to my business so if those things were not doing as good as I think what is necessary to you know to be quote-unquote successful then it means that I am shit my worth you know I'm a failure and that was extremely painful in my ego and that had to die too for me to awaken into the greatest love that I've ever experienced which is so cool but when I was experiencing it it was the opposite of cool Whew, like fucking hell and when they say you manifest things by connecting with the feeling I've always felt and and wanted the deepest relaxation, the deepest surrender. And that's what we crave in money. We think money is going to give us security and safety and we will be able to relax and to breathe deeper and, and to enjoy life more because we will have access to better things and better experiences. And it's true money is is beautiful money is like this portal into like nicer experiences nicer things things that hold a frequency of of a higher frequency you know like being able to pay for stuff being able to be in generosity like money is a portal into and into more love it really is money isn't happiness and and money is nothing money is just that entity again we put we put the diamond in her we put the meaning in her we put the pressure on her we cage her we try to cage her 
that's what I was experienced um ex expressing before and then I connected with the spirit of money and she was like I just understand how wide and free she is and she's she doesn't want to be caged and when I grip onto her and I'm like okay I need to make just just enough at least please please universe like I'm begging the universe I'm like I just want to manifest this money please bring it into my life so I can at least pay for this and at least pay for my bills and at least do that and I was not allowing myself to dream about this big big abundance that I truly long for I was not trusting the desire I was like I need to dream of a smaller business I need to you know I I I really love and really admire the work of Manifestation Babe, catching, catching Catherine Zinkina. Every time that I mention her on this podcast, every time I don't, I cannot get her name out of my mouth without this to happen. But I really, really love this, um, the work that she has created and the teachings that she shares in her podcast. Um and I remember she talks a lot about the scale of believability like you know creating smaller goals that are not so sexy so you get to the bigger goals and I think it's I think it's powerful um, because our nervous system cannot hold sometimes the the desires that we have it's like we cannot actually hold like it's like we we're in the fantasy just like you have Maybe you experienced that. I've experienced that so many times in my life where you really like someone and you feel very sexually attracted to them and you have the flirt or just just even a look. You're like, oh my God, this person is like vibrating sexual energy. like, And you're like, Ooh, you feel your own desire. And they became like a fantasy. And, and you, then you make up all those scenarios in your head and you're imagining like how it could happen you know the day you've been fucked open by them and you're you're imagining having sex with them and kissing them and having so much pleasure with them maybe you're even like masturbating thinking about them they are like the full-on fantasy and then maybe it happens that you actually have the experience of sex with them and and then all of the magic is gone like it was so much nicer to be living in the fantasy and it can be something sexual but it can also be like you romantize a partnership you know you're like oh I really want to fall in love with this person or this relationship is going to be so precious and so beautiful and you you make a whole fuss about this because you fantasize about what's going to happen and you're going to have kids together oh my god I'm going to get married and it's going to be so nice and then it actually happens and you're like okay <laughs> The fantasy was so much better. And we do the same thing with money. And we do we do that a lot. And that's cute. You know, that's nice. We do that and that's okay. There's nothing wrong. Um But yeah, why are we talking about the fantasy? Like we yeah, we we're like thinking that those things are gonna bring us exactly what we desire. But it's a it's the fantasy. Then we haven't, and because we haven't addressed the deeper beliefs and the deeper like way of relating to money, we feel the exact same thing. The, we we are the same. <laughs> like like I felt the same, and I felt so stressed when I did have money and when I didn't have money. It was completely independent to money, but I put it on money because it was easier to put it on money than to put it on me. It was easier to look at money. And the numbers growing or decreasing in that case on my bank account and to think, oh, 
there's something wrong here instead of looking in the mirror and be like hey what's there what's there for me to learn what's there for me to see so I really wanted money but I didn't get it so I I don't always get what I want I always get what I need and in that frequency of that sentence I always get what I need I always get what I need it's so abundant right because it's like you're always provided for you always get what you need and if you truly profoundly believe that you truly get what you need even when you don't have any money you know that it's exactly what you need because you have stuff to learn and you're you're gaining that abundance and that richness in something else you're gaining that abundance and that richness through lessons and and experiences that's going to forge you into becoming the billionaire that you're meant to be and if you're meant to be that billionaire you will and if you're not then you're meant to experience something else but the desire to become a billionaire is still like driving you and pulling you forward to have and to gain those experiences along the way so follow the desire trust the desire because this will lead you to exactly what you need to experience trust your pleasure trust where you know what you want to experience trust the fantasy like try and experience them and see what they are bringing stay open really fully open to what life has to offer and so when I realized that and I made the shift I was like oh I always get what I need So even in the moments where business is not doing great, which is so stupid, business is fucking doing fantastic. Even when I didn't have money at all, I didn't have clients and I didn't have money. The business was doing fucking fantastic because the fact that I didn't have clients and money pushed me to learn more about money so I can serve more of my future clients. And the fact that I didn't have clients, like, so, you know, at the moment that I'm talking, my business offers are I have digital products that are online courses that are available on my website they are evergreens so it's it's like a it's like a product you know you go on my website you pay for it and the other part of my business is the one-on-one support that I have so this is a one-on-one support so I you know you hire me as a coach and we're gonna you know grow together whatever but I didn't have any of those clients coming in you know I didn't have those people in my field so I had to look within and I had to build and I had time and space which is so precious and so valuable like our time is so time is wealth (laughs) health is wealth time is wealth love is wealth um I had so much time and spaciousness to actually address the things that were not working in my business to actually grow a structure that can hold the kind of empire that I'm on my way to build and I can learn how to actually function how I want to function as a leader as a CEO how I want to treat my employees I've been crying Even recently in my podcast, I was crying about, oh, I don't have anyone to support me and I feel so exhausted. I got to explore how do I want to treat people? Like how would they enter and support me and the entity that I'm building? And and I didn't have that awareness and I wouldn't have had access to that awareness if everything was working the way I wanted to. So I didn't got what I wanted because I didn't want to experience, I trust me, I didn't want to experience like having no clients and no money, not enough money to support myself and having to come back to live with my parents. And I, I felt like it was almost like an humilia- humiliation. Like I was, oh, it really was painful. 
also because of fucking social media because i felt like i had to put on a persona and be someone that i'm not and that was also another toxic relationship and cutting off social media was like the best thing i've done and i was supposed to do it for a week and then to come back and i still haven't come back i still don't have instagram on my phone and it feels good it feels nice the podcast is such a nicer place youtube is such a nicer place my email list is such a nicer place and that's what i want for my business and i wouldn't have learned that if you know i didn't find i i just tried all the strategies in the world to see what was working for me so that i can guide people better in their business and in everything you know like i had to go through that and i wouldn't have gone through that with all the money that i wanted which gives me access to like the best access to the wildest abundance that i've ever tapped into um and the greatest love story it's, that's why i was talking it's exactly the same principle exactly the same principles when i was crying because i didn't get the husband because i don't have the boyfriend i was i was just longing 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 for that feeling and when they say you manifest through a feeling and what you actually want behind your desires and that's that's the work we do in um in the ebook i was talking about before we you know this this ebook is built for you to access that part of you for you to to you know the first step is to be conscious of what you desire right now because what you want right now like on a conscious level like what you can say like oh i want a car or i want a husband or i want to feel more sexual or i want to no matter what it is like even like i want to what can i want today like i want water what you actually want is the feeling of feeling hydrated height oh my god why i use this example to feel energized and hydrated hydrated height you know you know what i mean please let me know but you know of course you know um to feel you know rigor (laughs) okay bear with me um we always want a feeling because we're in this physical realm of senses um a world that is by nature so sensual sensual is being connected to your senses your touch your smell your taste like you just want a feeling into life and what i wanted through money what i wanted through trying to manifest my soulmate was to feel love to feel abundance to feel pleasure and i really had to go on a deep profound exploration to get those things to actually embody those things so they could come to me and the last part because at some point i need to stop talking you know i need to do something with my life (laughs) i'm just kidding this is my life and i love i love being there with you um, but I also want to have, you know, create a container. So what do I put in the container of today of this podcast? The last thing that I want to put is um, values. Um, there is a, an extremely important work that we do in becoming her and that you need to do as a person. You know, it's not, it's not specific to my online course, but it is part of becoming her because it's such an important part and until you do that it's going to be so hard to manifest love into your life because you have to know yourself in order to love yourself and loving yourself is what magnetized other love you know we we got there we 
we got it granted okay that's what we talked about in the beginning of this podcast the only way to actually experience the the fullness of love the most epic love story of your life is self-love is at love like no one can love you the way you will love yourself you have the best love you have the best tasting most delicious cake for yourself so it's hard to access i i again just personal beliefs but i think it's difficult to access self-love when you don't know your core values and core values is maybe a technical term or whatever it doesn't talk to you think about what is important for you what you generally love um kindness respect and integrity pleasure sexuality money fun adventure connection um truth honesty vulnerability um just to name a few of mine that just come into um, my head but i had to be so clear of that to actually i even um and that's what i invite you to do in becoming her we we get creative with this i painted it like I, I didn't paint it but I made this like super cool thing on a f- piece of paper of like having all of my core values and stuff the things that are important for me and then you have to know that you evolve in this field and so life will push you to experience you know integrity being one of my biggest value life really pushed me to be in integrity with what I fucking preach and I preached about those same thing over and over and over and over again And I feel like I'm getting my, injecting my own medicine again and again and again and again, pushing me into deeper integrity. And I've always said the premium um, range of my my pricing, my offers are uh, priced in a way where, of course, you pay for years of work that you you will get, you know, in, in, in a matter of a few weeks. Um, but also the level of integrity with which I hold this space. And even for my online programs that I've recorded like long time ago, I mean, it was not that long ago, but you know what I mean? Like it's recorded once and then it's, it's out in the ether. Um, I mean, it's out on my website and then you can buy it. <laughs> not the ether, but you know, like I don't. But the energy with which I hold that space, it's a very intentional space and I'm behind my programs, I'm holding them, even when I'm not actively, like the work is done, the program is created, you can, like everything is done, I don't have to go back and work on it, but daily I hold that frequency within myself, so I get to be in deeper integrity, I get to to hold that space for you to get what you came here to get, to get the best results you can get for yourself, and um so life really pushed me to be in integrity and that's something that I'm actively working on I'm definitely not perfect um, but I'm really trying my best and that's all I've got it's just doing my best every single day and part of the pressure I was putting on myself is because of that like I'm I'm being so hard on myself I have like really high standards for me and for you and that's why I always want to create the best content and the best thing I put so much pressure because I don't want us to be less than what we can actually be and that was the same in love it's like I wanted to compromise myself my values what I believe in and 
the quality of love because I was I was deprived of it because I was experiencing the opposite of it and I couldn't see that when I was experiencing the opposite of it it was because I was initiated in experiencing one end of the spectrum so I can experience the, the other hand the other ah, the other end of the spectrum as well I was like I, I couldn't see it because I was so deeply in pain and pain has this thing where it's very hypnotic and you're stuck in it until you're not until you heal and that's why also my work is deeply healing by nature it's like getting rid of those imitations getting rid of this pain getting rid of the blocks and the things that keeps you from being your full potential your full like your full self your nature your essence that's that's at the core of everything that I do even if my programs and my offers and my clients are different their names are different their stories are different whether it's programs or people but but it's at the core of that is this at the core of everything I do is love I always said that and I just understand it in such a different way now and life that's what I'm talking about like the integrity that I had to show up and to like you know if I say that my work is powered by love okay life really pushed me to embody that frequency for myself and we'll keep doing that it's not like I've reached a place and this is all good from now on um but you know you have stages in your life like that where you just have to overcome them and be on the other side of them and that's how I found myself my true self and I I need to put a stop of this podcast at some point but it's so much deeper than that and my wish for the world is for everyone to experience that kind of love and that kind of depth and that kind of pleasure that comes with being so deeply in tune with our own heart and knowing that you know I've got me I've got me no matter how hard life gets no matter Like, I've got me. I place the diamond back within. The diamond is always and was always and will always be within. And there is no need to give it away because you need to take care of your diamond. And until you take care of your diamond, until you fully love yourself, you won't be able to experience real love. Like the love you actually long for, the love that you are meant to experience. Only you can give that to yourself just like pleasure the kind of sexuality you want like go and explore your pleasure explore how you want to be touched you will set the standard like I've touched myself it's so funny because I've touched myself for such a long time the way lovers will touch me thinking that it was the way until I took that power back into my own hand (laughs) funny um quite literally taking the power of my pussy into my own hand and discovering her honoring her loving her and discovering different kind of touch like how she actually wants to be touched how I actually want to be entered and how how am I blooming and how is my yoni opening into the deepest parts of myself the most intimate parts of myself slowly with patience with exploration with kindness with love with all of my values 
in the end, I realize I am the yoni. I am the big pussy. You know, I am, I am her. She is me. Everything is everything. Everything is everything. And so, it was about that self-exploration, the exploration of my body and my soul and my sexuality, the exploration of my own emotions, the exploration of everything that created the fertile environment for me to manifest that most amazing love story that I was looking everywhere but in myself I was looking at it everywhere but in myself and I'm gonna finish on that I know I said that for the core values and then I went on to another tangent but it's all connected and it's all necessary but um, even going to the gym I thought I loved going to the gym because I love to get stronger and stuff but I realized how I was hating myself I was punishing myself at the gym and now you know it's like the body temple I don't call it the gym it's the body temple and we're gonna go and we're gonna play and yes we're gonna feel some tension and pain in the muscles because for them to grow they need to experience pain we're just a big muscle too we are yoni we are a muscle we are everything um and and I want to feel myself you know I want to feel my muscle so I need to apply some tension and resistance to it and lift heavy weights um, but I got to play in the meantime I got to enjoy and then when I'm in my rest time when I'm breathing I enjoy the pleasure of resting after contraction so it's contraction the expansion contraction expansion the more we resist the contraction we cannot really access the expansion and I believe we're meant to be expanding so we resist the flow of life we resist the breath that's why the breath is always that an inhale expansion and exhale inhale you are full of life force energy full of prana and you exhale you let it all go and you let yourself be empty and this is where we filled our life with so many things because we are afraid of the emptiness we run away from the void but the void the dark void is where life happens like in the womb the womb is dark and you know it's it's empty but this is where life is created you can burst that next version of yourself you can burst that love you desire you can burst everything you desire in that place if you empty what no longer serve you what is what is meant to be dead for a long time and you're holding on to it just let it go let it go surrender to the in-breath and the out-breath. You cannot stay on an out-breath forever. You need to inhale again and then exhale again. You cannot stay on a full breath either. You cannot stay on a full inhale with, you know, you can obviously do some breath work and hold your breath for a few seconds, but you cannot be in full life force. You have to give it back. You have to let it go of this prana. You have to like, let go of the oxygen you have to exhale you cannot be in summer all year around you cannot be full all the time you have to experience your own emptiness but most importantly it's how it's the approach behind it you know letting yourself expand letting yourself contract and that's why they talk about the past of lot the past the path of least resistance is like do what you love just stay present do not anticipate joy do not anticipate pain just be with what is because you always are in the flow and that's why also you should breathe deeper and you can breathe deeper by 
relaxing your belly and letting more space for your breath to expand in your whole body and nourish your whole system and that's why you can find love by pleasuring yourself accessing deeper layers of pleasure and and discovering what it means to experience pleasure for you and being deeply connected to the most intimate parts of yourself because ultimately in a relationship what we crave is that experience of love and we're experiencing also through intimacy and sex and all of that like get to experience that with yourself really there is i think this is the only way and we and when i say we and when i say that i resisted it so much and i knew it but i was like no 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 maybe maybe if i have someone it will be easier but just like my business just like my love life just like my career and just who I am as a person I'm so glad that I didn't get what I want but I always got what I needed because in in the moments where I was not getting what I wanted I was actually getting prepared to get more than what I wanted because life is always providing a like so much better than what we hoped for and that's where I'm going to close this container of the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed this very long story. How I found the greatest love of my life. Me, myself. I found myself. I found myself. And that's all that we need. <sighs> I can go on and on and on and on because there is so much more to say. But that will be for another day enjoy and uh, if you want to join any of the offers if I you know if I mm, how do you say ouvrir l'appétit in French if I open your appetite <laughs> if I tease you enough in this podcast of what's possible for you too and to have your own version of you know the best romance the best business abundance whatever it is that you really long for um, you can have that can I have that by um, accessing my website Lika Holy Holistic and go to online courses and go through the modules and then give me your feedback and what you learned and what came into your life after you went through any of the programs or um, at the moment I'm not enrolling any private clients but we're gonna open the enrollment for private clients somewhere in april in april i think so stay tuned sign up to the email list so you will know all of the details and you can receive my love letters um i see you on the podcast on youtube or in my email list and yeah let's stay connected sending you so much love And this is the end of another incredible episode. 
Thank you for your presence. I would absolutely love and appreciate if you could support the podcast by writing us a review or sharing it with a friend. Also, let's connect on Instagram and don't forget to visit the website for more in-depth coaching. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I send you all of my love. Mwah.